Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Instead of working together to push Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum plan based on United Nations policies, work together instead for our country. Klaus Schwab's life by subscription, quote, is really serfdom, it's slavery. Billionaire globalist corporations will own everything, homes, factories, farms, cars, furniture, and everyday citizens will rent what they need, if their social credit score allows. The plan of the Great Reset is that you will die with nothing. To pull off this evil plan, Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum will need to take more than just material possessions from Australians. Senators in this very chamber today who support the Great Reset threaten our privacy, freedom and dignity. Yes, they're in this Senate chamber. One Nation vehemently opposes the Great Reset, the Digital Identity Bill, theft of agricultural land use, forcing farmers off their land and all of the Great Reset. One Nation has a comprehensive plan to bring our beautiful country back to sustainable prosperity. And in the months ahead, we will be rolling that plan out. Instead of Lib Lab pushing Klaus Schwab's Great Reset with the tagline, you will own nothing and be happy, One Nation advocates the Great Resist. We stand for a world where individuals and communities have primacy over predatory globalist billionaires and their quizzling bureaucrats, politicians and mouthpiece media. One Nation accepts the challenge to provide a better future for everyday Australians. We have one flag, we are one community, and we are one nation. Welcome to the Daily Dose, everybody. That was, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, Australian Senator Malcolm Roberts dropping serious truth bombs, truth bombs about Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum posted by Wide Awake Media. You can find them on x.com. This is the Daily Dose where we uncover the unfolding global conspiracy and communism coming to America. My name is Vince Taglivia, filling in for Josh. And today I have a wonderful friend joining us tonight, and that is Roxy. Roxy, thank you for joining me. There you are. How you doing? I'm good. I like that guy. Oh, Yeah. Dropping truth bombs. The plan of the Great Reset is that you will die with nothing. And he's going after it. He's just laying it all out there. And that kind of is the grand plan, the global agenda. And um, I named today's video or today's episode of da The Daily Dose Weapons of Mass Confusion. Because I think the psychological warfare aspect is really the weapon that everybody should be fearing in this. Not the nuclear bombs, not this or that, but the things that lead up to it, which has to do with... The psychological warfare and stuff that we see going on isn't it, isn't it interesting <clears throat> yeah it's what what floors me is how all the mainstream politics well not all mm -hmm. of them but there's a good amount now who are actually using the words we've been using for a long time yes the great reset they're all calling out you know klaus schwab and soros and the more that happens the better it is for all of us yes People are waking up, and even though that a lot of people are awake to various degrees to a lot of the things that have been going on, especially in the last four or five years, I feel like there's still this part of us that the animalistic 
fast thinking part of our brain where we get information and we have this gut reaction and it's almost like having it's almost like having to wake up again and again and having to discover the truth over again and again a lot of times i notice with people because you automatically have this gut reaction to things whether they're true or not and um some and i worry that that will be taken advantage of and i see the destabilization and i see these uh these uh, brightening things happening in societies around the world. And I think it's still a very real large danger and, uh, and a tool of control. Well, it's human nature. It's sometimes the reaction to certain things is quite visceral and it, it, it's immediate. And I watched a really great um, short from Tim Pool's podcast today. I think I had sent it to you um, and to the text group we have um, talking about there was a group of Jewish students in New York that were put in a room and pro-Palestinians were outside the door just banging on the door. Yeah, we have video of that. Yeah, they had to get them out via a tunnel. But the discussion they had with the people on his show Mm -hmm. was about different situations he had been in and that other people Mm -hmm. had been in mob mentality yeah how fast it gets out of control like one person may think in a mob that you would never do something like you would never kick someone to death but one kick from me isn't bad but eight or nine kicks down the you know as other people are right. going, and somebody dies but how quickly it escalates right and when that was not even the intention they also talked about how uh, at one protest, there was a guy that was actually with the protesters, but because mm-hmm. he started to run the other way, somebody said, get him. And his own protesters attacked him. But that's wow. how a mob works. Yeah. And you can go all the way back to Rome when they talk about mob mentality and how the mob rules. And that's why a pure democracy does not work because then mob rules. And people don't understand that it's it. And our human nature gets away from us because you have all these, these deep biological triggers that we have that just Mm -hmm. set you off. You know, like men are the hunters, women are the gatherers. You don't even think about that stuff, but there's things inside of us that fight or flight. There's just things that nature, you nature, you can control it. But when yes. you get in a mob, it's a diff. It's harder to control. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't, and people don't have free will because they do. But a lot of people don't understand how it can get away from them. Yeah, or sucked into that group mentality. And we've heard of these types of uh, protests being hijacked with just one or two violent people. Uh, it could totally turn the tide of what would, what would otherwise be a peaceful event, which happen all the time. Yeah. Wow. I mean, large groups of people come together peacefully all the time, but put a bad egg in there and a couple crazies and a couple uh, psychological triggers and a little bit of yelling and a little bit of this and that. And the next thing you go, you know, you've got a riot or you've got um, violence of some kind or looting. And that is, I think, part of the goals with these protests they call them um is that it's an opportunity to escalate this destabilization that seems to be occurring all around 
BLM. Yeah, you exactly. Put a, you put a pallet full of bricks out there. Oh my gosh! Remember that of bricks there for you to throw. What are you referring and to? And then all of a sudden, it's okay. What are you referring to for anybody who might not remember that? Um, when the BLM and Antifa riots were going on, and Trump was still in the White House, and they were in the parks across from the White House, and they would put pallets of bricks out. And, and they would it, just it be was, around. It was just for construction is yeah. what they said. Yeah. But all of a sudden, there's all these pallets of bricks just showing up places mm -hmm. where there's no construction at all. So right. for those of you that don't remember, this is what was happening. And you put a pallet of bricks somewhere, all of a sudden, it's okay to throw what's ever around. You would have Antifa showing up with trucks full of water bottles that were frozen. Well, that's because it was summer and it was hot. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Those frozen water bottles became really good projectiles against the police for those rioters. And when I say right. really good, they thought it was good. The cops didn't think it was so good. They even those had keywords for hmm? stuff. They used keywords for organizing all of these deliveries and things as well. It was a very yeah, interesting so time, and we followed it very closely. What? You can say that they, yeah. you know, everybody, Antifa's not an organized whatever. Oh, it's just an idea, Roxy. That's what yeah, they say. Whatever. When you have keywords that you use, when trucks are dropping off, things like that, it becomes different. And they know how to manipulate a mob mentality. Yes, very well. I kind of want to pull up some of the um, destabilization going on. <clears throat> Kids fighting over foreign countries at Tulane University in New Orleans. Uh, to, do they not have classes to attend to? This is what Citizen Free Press tweeted out. And it seems like this page doesn't exist. What is going on? Why can't I pull anything up here? Let me try a different situation because colleges don't want you to talk about this kid should be in class rather oh than... the post has been deleted that's why of course and then i opened this one as well has this been deleted chocho is reporting on something um error loading sorry that post has been deleted as well interesting mm. uh i don't know why folks i'm sorry but there are a lot of protests happening and it oftentimes has to do with college students and uh, you, you you have to ask yourself why um, and I think it has to do with the weapons of mass confusion. Here is the tense incident at Manhattan's Cooper Union campus. Pro-Israel students found themselves locked in a library. This is what uh, Roxy had mentioned a bit ago. Uh, they found themselves locked in a library for their safety as pro-Palestinian demonstrators chanted and banged on the doors outside. Um, this is the kind of thing that we're seeing. This is the kind of thing we're seeing day to day all around our country. And it's small niche groups. And I think, you know, you put them all together, you get large numbers and that's um, concerning. But uh, look at them. They're masked up, uh, covered up, typical of uh, a modern day protester. Well, what I want everyone to think about is yes. you have eight students in a library there they are you know and there's people outside the door banging on the door sure more than that below you know yeah estimated. free palestine okay and i've said before mm -hmm. i if you would have asked me before all this stuff happened 
in Israel, I probably would have been flat out saying Israel has a right to defend itself. Plain sure. and simple. Hamas is a terrorist organization. Israel, <laughs> go get them. But there's, a, there's so many more factors going on here with did Israel let them in? How did they get in? Yeah. Uh, that uh, There's a lot more to this. But absolutely, when you're talking about American Jewish students in a mm -hmm. library and people are banging on the door saying, free Palestine. Those yeah. eight students can't free Palestine. They can't. They right. have no effect on anything. All yes. you're doing is terrorizing. terrorizing those individuals. And for them to say, well, we're not saying anything anti-Semitic. We're just saying free Palestine. They're sure. just taking these words and using them to be able to torment and terrorize other people. That I don't agree with. Absolutely. I have a real problem with that. Just like I would have a real problem with if Jewish students did the same thing in reverse. Yes. I would have the same problem. Insert whatever religion, any color person from anywhere in the world or any other planet for that matter. I don't care. Uh, team human, right, Rob? Team human. I was just going to say, we're mm. team human. Vince and yeah. I have said it nonstop. We're team human. Absolutely. Uh, this war stuff has got to stop. And I, I, I understand the logic, though, with what you started with, with, you know, you, you bring this hypothetical situation up a year ago. And I'm going to say, uh, also, I agree. Yeah. You know, if there's a terrorist attack anywhere, uh, just like I have the personal right to defend myself, a country is going to have the personal right to defend its land and its people as well. But it's, there's a lot of just questionable things happening and a lot of uh, sketchy information going on, which I want to talk about. And that is why. We're talking of weapons of mass confusion, and a lot of that is the narrative as it unfolds, which is why we have coffee in the morning, why we have the daily dose every evening with Josh and uh, us tonight, and I'm just, what a pleasure to be here. Um, that's why we do this. We put it out there. We tell you what we think, and we want you to go look at it yourself, look Absolutely. at the sources, and find out what you think, and then preach that. You know, because that's the only way we're going to get as close to the truth as we can and how we're going to move in the right direction going forward and influence politics and influence our communities and just make a better world for tomorrow. Things And we really need to do that because, I mean, it could get really bad. I mean, it could get really, really, really bad, but also things could things could turn around. And I, I want to make it clear, too. Everybody has the right to free speech. Um, uh, you can't say that, that on here, Roxy. Any of these people do not have the right just to free kidding. speech. That is what not what I'm saying. Everybody has their opinion, and you're allowed to say it. What you're not allowed to do is terrorize other people. Mm -hmm. Vince and I say what we believe, and sometimes it may seem like we always agree, but we've, we've had talks with, we don't always agree on yeah. everything, but we have the right to say it. Mm -hmm. And we both know that. And there's a difference between saying something and to someone and wanting to have that that dialogue mm -hmm. as opposed to demanding someone else believe what you believe. Ah, good old conversation. And, and that is the great lost art of conversation people. And we all need yeah. to figure that out again. Absolutely. I felt really bad. Someone was asking me about this Israel Hamas stuff as it started unfolding, like the first week, a few weeks ago. And I was like, uh, I, I, I said something that came off as wrong. And I basically said like, I don't, like talking about it i don't like taking a side because it's just so polarized that i'm trying to figure the situation out and they took it as i don't want to talk about it and i'm like sensitive about it or something and i and later i had to um explain that no no, no that's not the case i just i 
uh, I'm kind of sitting on the fence and watching the thing. If you well, what people and, don't understand is this is a far more complex issue than just Hamas went in Israel. Israel, uh, it, that was wrong. People were killed. I absolutely. don't endorse it. People need to pay for it. But there's so much historical stuff there. No one person or one group is going to figure this out. Everybody has had different answers and tried different things. And I'll be honest, and you guys can all say what you want about me. I think Trump was the one that was the closest to getting something actually figured out. I don't know that it solved it, hmm. but it got us closer to people getting along mm -hmm. and functioning as a working area in the world than ever before. Yeah. Well, it fixed it, but right. it made them able to function as a working oh, yeah. global part of the global community. Yeah, yeah it kept things it. it kept things from kicking off like we've seen them unfold now under this globalist regime, I guess we could call it. Well, Trump's um, what Trump did was his idea was not the two state. He didn't go in there and go, we're going to do the two state solution, solution, which is what is lobbied for all the time. And Hamas Biden said we don't want the two state solution. That's what Biden Trump says he wants. Trump went I don't give a crap about the two-state solution. I just want y'all to work together. Mm -hmm. Let's, you know, let's start there and right. see if we can get everybody. Because once you start working together and you start seeing the faces of the people that you are in opposition with and you start seeing the families and you start talking with those people, just like the Red Pill Project. Mm -hmm. You know, you get on Zoom at night. It When you're texting or you're in the chat, it's real easy to to whip off comments or if you're online whipping off comments. But once you see somebody and you see their face and you start getting to know them and you know their family, and you know their children, and you know their situation, it's a lot harder to yeah. blow them up verbally. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing when you're talking about weapons. It's a lot harder to attack people and try to blow up their families if you're working with those people. Right. And you you know like let's say you're you're trading Let's say there's someone from Palestine that sells rugs, a, a vendor that sells rugs. That's racist. There's someone from Israel that sells olives. Oh, so it's racist. Continue. Whatever. I don't care what it is. I'm just kidding. Widgets and... You're stereotyping. Widgets and what's-its. Widgets and what's-its. One's from just Palestine, joking. one's from Israel. And those guys start to get yeah, together. Yeah. And their families get together and they have dinner. Yeah. Exactly. Once you start trading and working with those people, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm to hate each other absolutely we all want the same thing at the end of the day and it's to I, have a hot meal with our family and our friends yeah. and just just and be you left said alone. that last night i and know I went, exactly I think about that i think that was part of trump's solution is once you start functioning as two communities that are trading and and working together and and we were just talking palestine and israel the his thing was with egypt and jordan and you know, Anybody. it's easier for you to get those Muslim, other Muslim nations to look at Iran and go, shut up. Sit your ass down and shut up because we're all what? working together. And maybe they could control each other. 
I'm confused. I, you lost me on that last part, I'll be honest. Well, okay. If Trump's solution would have worked and you had it did Jordan, work. well, it did, but then it got blown up by Biden because mm -hmm. now the peace agreement is, is over. They're, they're not adhering to it. Mm -hmm. So if you had Jordan and Egypt and Lebanon and Palestine and Israel mm -hmm. and whatever, all working together, mm -hmm. and then you had Iran over here going, we don't like it, we don't like it. You got five or six other Muslim nations saying, sit down, Iran, and shut up. They maybe would start policing their, themselves, and we wouldn't have to be over there trying to control everything all the time because they would be looking, because it would be, Economically, economically beneficial to all of the other Muslim nations to work together with right. Israel. And you have just the one problem child over here. They would be theory. looking at going, don't blow up. We're, we're working together. It's yeah. working. Part that of me thinks. Be part of the solution. Yeah, but, that makes sense. It's an interesting theory. And part of me thinks, though, that this has been primed for so long prior to Trump oh, even being yeah. in office that it was kind of inevitable that things would kick off. And let's go into what's kind of happening right now today, breaking news, um, at least within the last hour or two, few hours. Uh, it's been confirmed that there are massive attacks in, uh, it says here, a massive force, and this is by Scent Defender, not the best resource on Twitter, but this has been confirmed according to other sources on Twitter. <laughs> a massive force of over 100 IDF armored vehicles, including a number of Caterpillar D9 armored bulldozers, have reportedly entered the city of Jenin in the West Bank within the last hour in what appears to be a large-scale raid for the arrest of Hamas and PIJ members. He goes on for a little bit more information. Some people I've heard claim that this is probably one of the largest escalations in this, and this represents what we've been awaiting and what uh, Israel said that they weren't cooperating with the U.S. on, which was a ceasefire or a halt until the U.S. could get its missile defense systems into place, which apparently are there now because the ground invasion is in, in effect, essentially. And that is happening now. So uh, it's a terrible thing. And um, that's the current. Uh, the and current now scoop. that this is all, it's, it's harder to stop now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Ain't that the truth? And the more killing that happens, the harder it's going to be. I mean, there's, there's gonna, they're gonna say, you know, tit for tat, tit for tat, and how much, how, how, you know, how far is this going to escalate? You've got these warmongers out there. Senator Chris Kuhn and Senator John Thune, Republicans, are both calling for for strikes on Iran. This is a potential trigger for Russia and China, who are much closely, much more closely aligned with Iran. Uh, Wall Street Silver writes. The Uniparty seems to want to get a new war going with Iran. I guess they think that we uh, they think we can easily afford three wars at the same time. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a reference to um, Yellen the other day saying that we could have definitely afford two wars right now. Uh, Grandma Yellen doesn't know what the hell she's talking. She said we could afford three, and I'm like, do you even know how to count anymore? Put your abacus back in the closet, retire because she doesn't. She doesn't know she's what not. She's about she's not she's the only thing she's counting is the money she's probably getting on the side behind exactly. the, under the table well and did you see the article from the wall street journal today about hamas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they trained in iran 
yeah, Josh last night, he said, you know, that's not how he's like, this isn't how that works. This is um, propaganda. I mean, mm -hmm. how, why are they going to have film crews out there filming this and then put exactly it out? Exactly right. Like, Come like, on. What? This is, this is the weapon of mass confusion at work. And most of the headlines out there fall into this category in some way. You know what? They want you scared. They want you reacting. They want you fighting. They want me fighting with you and Roxy fighting with me. And they want us just petrified to do anything and to get out in our communities. And it ain't going to work because you know what? Uh, we could see through it because enough of us are awake to do so. And I hope that's true. I hope enough people are awake to thwart any, any, major escalations but good googly moogly do they have uh some some con control over this uh disaster well what's really interesting too is yeah you have biden giving iran all this money right oh, yeah yeah and you have all this stuff with israel and people supporting mm -hmm. palestine yeah and now you have these liberals out there on TikTok, yeah. and all these social media platforms are going yeah i'm not going to war exactly i'm not going anywhere i haven't found one person who's like we need to go get these terrorists and protect our soil no they're like we're gonna stay here and actually protect our soil you know that's not what this is about is it this is about israel and palestine nobody i haven't found one person yet who wants to participate in uh being um in the military right now uh which is concerning very concerning and also probably a good thing at the same time i'm just bittersweet I wish I could find the video. I should I should have found it and mm -hmm. sent it to you for tonight. Mm -hmm. There's a guy online, mm -hmm. and he's going on and on on TikTok about how he's not going to war. He goes, oh, I, I am this. the last person. And he's kind of, you've seen it? Yeah. And he's like, there's all kinds of people out there. They don't want to put a gun in my hands because I don't know how to shoot. There's all kinds of Second Amendment people who've gone to classes. Those are the people that should be going over to the fight. Obviously, those liberal. are the people, and I'm like, oh, now all of a sudden he goes, those are the people that have concealed carry. So mm -hmm. now you're all in favor of concealed carry. Now you're all in favor of the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Now you're in favor of people knowing how to handle a gun because you want those people to go fight so your ass can stay free. Right? Isn't that interesting? Freedom ain't free, folks. And I know there are a lot of patriots out there that will fight for their country for the Absolutely. right cause, uh, including myself. But this ain't it. This ain't even but close to it. Exactly. You want to send them out to fight for the cause you think they should go and fight for. How does frick does that work? It's so wrong. And that same yeah. guy said, I'm going to go hide in the woods. And if I don't have cell reception, I don't know this or something. He goes, they ain't going to find me. And I'm like, hmm, this is all very interesting. Sounds like me. <laughs> well, but, the, but the point is. What if I meet him in the woods in like six months? <laughs> You'd have a gun. <laughs> I'd have two at least. Yeah. Hopefully. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay with people learning, knowing how to use a gun and how to fight. As long as well, they're going to fight for what they want them to fight for. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Let me go to the news here. Um, we had John Kirby live this morning and I watched him and then I watched uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre, everyone's favorite clown. Um, to spread bullshit into the air. And um, Kirby said something very interesting this morning, and I have yet to hear anything coming from the Kremlin. Uh, what Kirby said was, Russian military has been actually executing soldiers who refuse to follow orders. 
He claims that it, it's even planning to execute entire units because they are doing so poorly. He claims that Russia is losing many shoulder, soldiers and suggests they are losing the war. And this is why we have to continue to fund Ukraine. Otherwise, oh, Putin yeah. might actually start doing better and advancing. Yeah, he's claiming yes. that they're killing their own soldiers and executing them because their morale is so low. And I don't think there's any evidence behind this. Um, and I was astonished to hear it, to be frank. It blows my mind what a propaganda machine the White House has become. It is absolutely staggering. It really is. They say things that they cannot back up in any way. You talk right. about a rule about trust no one unless you can prove it, but this is the White House. Yeah. And they are saying things that they have it's like whatever crazy ass thing. Yeah, our sources, our credible sources, told us. And I see, hey, I see them all sitting in a room before they go out in front of the microphone and go, "Okay, what kind of crazy ass shit can we say today to try to get them to believe to give yeah. more money to Ukraine?" And actually, I heard what they do is they pull out like this crystal uh, Ouija board and they all put their hand on the thing and it tells them the answers from hell. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I, that would be like. Yes, possible. Right. <laughs> that could I be possible. That that they're like, I find them to be like stupid and conniving at the same time. Yeah, I see them really... more as like having a magic eight ball and asking the eight ball questions. Yeah. The Ouija board thing is like more direction from the devil, which hmm, I could see that too. So I. Yeah, if they don't have that handy, they just call Hillary Clinton. They could have the three oracles, you or, know, the ones from Greek oracle. mythology with the eye they used to pass. Telling them what to do. I mean, it, it, there's all kinds of crazy shit that could be going on because none of this makes sense. No, and they're doing such a shitty job. It, it's they're really destroying everything, and uh, they are probably the uh, cause of their own demise, which I think is kind of inevitable in uh, the most peaceful and legal type of way that is uh, constitutional and um, peaceful. I'll be um, honest with you. I yeah. think they're all like. A bunch of monkeys in a cage, taking a mm -hmm. dump in their hand, throwing it against the wall, and seeing what sticks. Pretty much. Uh, Let's see what the other monkeys will believe. You can only go through so many contingencies before it just becomes that. Um, and more news here, real quick, rocks. We've got eight drones that have been shot down in Syria's oh, Hama and Aleppo countryside, according to state news agencies citing the defense ministry out there. Eight drones shot down in Syria. Interesting. And then. Um, we have uh, a censorship of Palestinian accounts, not only on Instagram by Meta, but also uh, other people saying that they're um, being shadow banned, as well as the main Telegram channel for Hamas has been shut down and censored by, I think, Apple somehow, interestingly. I didn't know that was possible, but they are taking down their propaganda um, sources and um, restricting information from coming out from the uh, terrorist side, which is interesting. I mean, information warfare, folks, is part of it. If they're going to rewrite the history, they've got to stop information, whether it's propaganda or not, coming out because they need to control that narrative. How, what do you think about that? they got to win first before they can control the narrative. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they're winning. That's why I mm -hmm. think there's, there's the monkeys in a cage thing. Mm -hmm. ah, they're all panicking and throwing shit up against the wall because they don't know what to do they're trying to figure out what we will believe and every time they turn around 
we already know what the truth is before they can yeah. even tell us the lie. Do you want to know what I believe? I'm going to go yeah. stand outside and listen to the wind and the leaves hitting each other. And that's what I believe. And that's just about it. That's it. That's my whole thing. <laughs> Make time for the quiet moments because the world is loud and God whispers. Absolutely. Go listen to God because God wins in the end. Hell yeah. And I believe our new speaker said that. Oh, yeah. He actually said a prayer on the floor of the house. No, he's a praying machine. Yep. There's a picture that came out today, and I couldn't find a copy of it. Um, mm -hmm. Him and, I believe, six other congressmen mm -hmm. out in front of the, the desk, and they were saying a prayer. And I'm like, very good. you know what? The fact that all these other people don't like him, all the people I don't like yeah. don't like him. It's the whole hmm, enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, they don't like him, so I mean, I like him at least for that. I'm right. still holding my judgment. Yeah, still holding my judgment because I don't know, but they don't. They really don't like him, and that means I like him a little bit more. <laughs> uh, onward with a little bit more rocks. Um, <laughs> the UN came out and said that the world is failing Gaza. The UN is really an interesting player in all of this, isn't it? Um, apparently RT.com reported that the U.S. Is, be, is beginning to train Ukrainian pilots, which a lot of people say if they're saying they're beginning, then that actually means that they've been doing it for a long time, which probably is the case. We've got uh, just breaking China's former premier, Li Kuang, Kikwang. China Kikwang. former premier, Li Kikwang, dies of a heart attack, according to CCTV their uh, former premier. So that's interesting. I wonder uh, what China will say in response to this. Is it an actual just uh, he's old and had a heart attack or was it like a Putin-induced heart attack or something? I'll say it's weird. Everybody's having heart attacks all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And didn't Putin, wasn't he supposed to die last two weeks ago from a heart attack? What happened to that they, story? Putin had a heart attack, everybody. Breaking news. Pay attention, everybody. Tune in. It's like their go-to when they want it to seem like somebody isn't in control. I never <laughs> heard that. I never seen anybody survive 50 heart attacks within the span of five years like Putin has. <laughs> tell you, my husband had a heart attack last May. He scared the shit out of me. So, Gosh, well, yeah. Fuck. Um, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. What we've got is um, a lot of U.S. injuries happening overseas, and the White House failed to mention them until much later. And Kirby was asked, why are you guys taking so long to report on this stuff? And he gave a bullshit answer and swept them. He says, I'd have to refer you, I'd have to, refer you to the Pentagon. Uh, completely brushing that off. Um, of course, after this shooting that happened in Maine, where 18 people have died, many are in critical condition and many have been injured. And by the way, the suspect is still on the loose as of right when we started this broadcast. But there was a lot of breaking news where they've uh, surrounded a house and we're announcing the search warrants. And uh, allegedly he's still on the run, but there's a lot of police activity and... Um, we should have updates soon on that. This could just be a false alarm. He might not be in the house is what they're saying. And it's a family home in Maine. And he may have taken off via water. There's all kinds of conflicting information and different things out there that's developing now. Um, but uh, the United States is deploying 900 more troops to the Middle East, which is the same way the Vietnam War was began. 900 troops deployed including air defense system operators. Pentagon spokesman Patrick Ryder said today um 
U.S. troops attacked 12 times in Iraq and four times in Syria in the past week by Iran-affiliated groups, according to the Pentagon. And they also came out and said that any type of attacks are going to be Iran-affiliated, if you don't remember. They did say that a few days ago. So everything that you see happening is going to be Iran's fault, whether it's a false flag or whatever, because they want a war with Iran. And that's my opinion. Um, let's get into... Um, I'm kind of going through, there's so much news, we don't have time to cover it all. And if we do, we'll jump back to the lesser important things. But um, we've got, let's see, what do we have, Rocks? Um, did you hear about the hurricane in Mexico? I don't see a lot of coverage of this. No. Well, which one? The one that just passed, I think, two days ago. 27 deaths and severe, severe damage in Mexico's Acapulco. Acapulco. Well, there's been a couple of them lately, so... Yeah, they've been constantly bombarding. My son was down in Cabo last week, and he, he got out uh, for a wedding, and he got out, like, the oh, night of the wedding. They said they were... That's right. ...flights, and he got out of there, and the whole rest, there was, like, 80 people down there for a wedding, and they all were stuck. Yeah. He got there right before. So, I mean, Mexico's been being hit by multiple hurricane yeah. after hurricane. It's just a question of which section it's hitting. Right, and... Look at that. Some buildings were just stripped down to their steel beams. And uh, gosh, it's uh, absolutely Well, it makes you wonder how they're building these buildings, too. Are they being built hurricane safe? You know, the hurricane, hmm. not, not safe, but hurricane criteria with the. What are the building standards? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. It's a good question. I mean, they know. must have halfway decent building codes, but I don't know. It's Mexico. Um, Hey, I'm half Mexican hey. and I'm half offended. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have as many restrictions as my point. True. I don't think so. I think they you're right. Like frogs on the border with all the, the pollution they're dumping. So we had a let's can we talk let's talk about health. Um I posted something on Twitter and Josh is going to like this one. Actually, he's not, because he doesn't necessarily like being right. Didn't Josh say we might see isolated epidemics of various diseases in different locations around the world? He did. And I think he also already said, told you so on this one. But now, Natural News put out an article titled, Israeli blockade in Gaza threatens to unleash, unleash cholera and other infectious disease outbreaks. Well, I would just like to say, remember, Israel mm -hmm. was vaccinated, like, almost 100%. They were. But I think they're talking about the Gaza Strip, but still. I mean, I'm just tied saying, back to that, yeah. If, if you're going to talk about a oh. bunch of people being immunocompromised, yeah, Israel was could the say, most vaccinated country in the world. They could be like, oh my gosh, you know, these uh, these these people in Gaza Strip got this disease, and that's why all the Israelis are dying this winter. Excuse me. That was if something is going to spread somewhere because people are immunocompromised, I'm just saying. Which, thank that would be a, you know, perfect place to release a bioweapon. Horrible idea. Horrible yep. thing that would happen. But if the vaccine does what we think it does to the body, 
AIDS. By reducing your immune system, you have a country full of people that are immunocompromised. That's a scary thought. Very scary. And so make sure you guys, I said it this morning, I'm going to say it every show, stay busy, go get outside, ground yourself. That means take your shoes off and put your feet on the ground. I don't care if it's cold. Go dig in the dirt. Get down and dig, dig in, in the, the dirt. dirt. Go Plant for a, a walk. Go for a walk. Move what you can move to the best of your ability and stay active. Stay busy. Don't let them disable you. Stay moving. And that's the best thing we could do for our yep. health. And uh, to the extent that you could push yourself to safely, uh, eat healthy, drink a lot of water, stay hydrated, take your, make sure you're hydrated, not just with water, but with healthy water that doesn't have fluoride in it. Uh, in my opinion, that's the best. And with also all of your electrolytes and vitamins. And if you're not in the sun, take some supplemental vitamin D and get those vegetables that are heavy in vitamins. Do it all because we don't, nobody likes being sick. Every and little it, bit helps. Every little bit helps which is why we talk about health so often. Uh, but luckily, uh, there's people out there that care about our health. Uh, here's the WHO director, Tedros, today. Last month, the UN General Assembly adopted a political declaration on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response, underscoring their commitment to meet shared threats with a shared response. The COVID-19 pandemic appended lives and livelihoods, disrupting societies and economies, and exposed and exacerbated political fault lines within and between nations. It eroded trust between people, governments, and institutions, fueled by a torrent of mis- and disinformation. And it laid bare the searing inequalities of our world with the poorest and most vulnerable communities the hardest hit. The next pandemic is not a question of if, but of when. And we cannot afford to repeat the same mistake of the past. That's why WHO's member states are negotiating a new pandemic accord and amendments to the international health regulations to strengthen the legal framework for the global response to pandemics. And we can't stop there. We must follow through with national ratification and accountable implementation. For the sake of future generations, we must not go back to the old cycle of panic and neglect that left our world vulnerable. We are stronger together. You are um, full of shit. So basically what he wants, folks, is he wants people and our governments and uh, and whatnot to get on board with the WHO and circumvent our constitutional God-given rights. So next time there's a pandemic, they could do, have a better response. Now, what does that mean? Boots on the ground. That's what it means in your community and at your doorstep. Making sure you put your mask on. Making sure you take that mandatory jab. And making sure that you uh, do whatever they say. I actually, you know, who knows what the next thing's going to be. No thank you. You know what pisses me off most about what he just said? Is we look at what we just did with this last one. And we're going to come up with a criteria. And we're going to create this. And we're going to create a checklist and we're going to put the situation in a box for the next one. Well, the next one, you don't even know what the next one is or what it's going to be. 
Or and do they? You cannot take one situation and take all the criteria from the last one yeah. and make it the same for the new one. Because mm -hmm. guess what? That's what gets people killed. You bunch of assholes. Well, they are beyond a-holes. They are not critical thinkers. They are not troubleshooters. You cannot... T it's like saying, I have two people, two murders, and... Yeah. We're going to treat the two pe the two murderers exactly the same. Mm -hmm. the, the case, when we try them, when they're completely different right. situations. You mm -hmm. cannot take two crimes and make them with the exact same result. You can't try them the same. You can't come with all the points the same. You cannot take one pandemic and shoebox it into a new pandemic and right. say you we're going to treat it exactly the same. The same solution is not going to work for every problem, and let's not. Is it airborne? Is it this? I mean, there's so many factors. Come on, just yeah. I hate does them. It, you know, does it cause a zombie-like reaction from the infected person? I mean, these is are all it things. Airborne? Is it droplet? Is it? It's so ridiculous. They think we're stupid. Yeah, let's um go back out of the health stuff, at all, but stay safe because they probably have something up their sleeve. Uh, meaning maybe there's another scamdemic out there, or a uh, terrorist attack involving who knows what, and hopefully not. But we need to, the best thing you could do is have a healthy immune system in the case of a natural or artificial disease. I take it back, people. What? They don't think you're stupid. They hope you're stupid. Prove to them you're not. Yeah, we did. I think they're desperate. They didn't work the first time. It's not going to work this time. And even if it does, and they say they have this control over me, guess what? They are fooling themselves because they don't. And I, eh, yeah, I, I don't give up. Okay. Nope. Um, we have this, and I think it's huge. Jesse Waters reported it quite a bit, and uh, uh, it was on Fox News as well, talking about the 40 informants that had notified the FBI, and the FBI swept all this information about Biden crime family things under the rug. Is this what they were talking about is going to be coming out and will and be responsible for Biden's demise? I hope so. Very but well what, might be. What everybody's saying is the FBI was actually blackmailing Biden. That the FBI had multiple informants embedded in the Biden family, the Biden campaign, the Bi and the FBI is using the Biden family to get what they want because Trump was investigating the FBI. Mm -hmm. Trump kiboshed the new FBI building, all of the projects the FBI wanted. And oh, guess what? Joe mm -hmm. Biden greenlighted all of that. Oh, huh. How surprising. Dude. This could be big, folks, so let's keep our eye on the FBI's blackmail plot against Joe Biden. Um, maybe more information will come out. Maybe more information is going to come out. Well, what they're going to do is they're going to, you know, once they're they're convinced that Biden can't beat Trump, which I'm, it blows my mind they're not convinced of it yet, is they, then they're just going to look at Joe and go, sorry, dude, you're done. And they're going to release it all. Joe, but the question will be, mm -hmm. and should be, by Congress, is mm -hmm. if the FBI had all this information why they held it back from the American people. Good question. We know why. 
Uh, but we know why. Did you hear about uh, Democrat insurrectionist Representative Jamal Bowman? He was caught on security footage removing warning signs before pulling the fire alarm in the Capitol and was asked. Oh, that I did not hear. <laughs> he was asked to pay a $1,000 fine and apologize. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. But here he is. Here's the video, folks. Here he is. He walks right up. There are some red signs with white letters and boop, that one's gone. And let's see here. Boop, that one's gone. And oh, let me just pull that fire alarm. All right, I'm out of here. I never saw the part where he took the signs down. <laughs> they could, If they would have had that whole video right away, they, he would have never been able to say, oh, I go out that door all the time. <laughs> that damn they, liar. Boom. Wow. These people are crooks, man. They are just crooks. Well, and he was a middle school principal. Unbelievable. Which means he would have been in charge of fire drills. So all that bullshit. That <laughs> That's a funny point. He knows what a fire alarm is. Not the emergency handle or the button that you push so doors open. Yeah. Again, they think we're, they hope we're idiots. Um... Got that main shooter. I'm gonna see if there's any updates on the main shooting real quick, just in case. Oh, hey, by the way. Yeah, we're coming to an I end. Have I yeah. have one for you. Did you see who was over in China meeting with Xi Jinping? Gavin Newsom, right? He is. Yeah, like Isn't yesterday. Isn't interesting that, that Xi Jinping will take yeah. a meeting with Gavin Newsom, but he won't take a meeting with Joe Biden? What does that tell you, people? He's running. That's what they're saying. That's your presidential candidate, not Joe Biden. Yeah. Interesting, huh? And G is probably like, we already have the plan. Um, update on the main shooter who is still at large. Uh, the police and SWAT vehicles are leaving the scene after finding that he was not inside the home. They are now heading to other locations to continue the search. Hmm. So... Also, uh, we had breaking Texas Tech U canceled class tomorrow. We can expect a high alert around the country now that shit is hitting the fan uh, with like potential MK Ultra suspects. I don't know. Probably. probably. Uh, Texas Tech University tweeted out just an hour ago. This is an emergency notification from Texas Tech University. An immediate evacuation of Holden Hall in the immediate area on the Texas Tech campus in Lubbock is required. Avoid the area until further notice. Updates to come. Um, this is a, a suspicious package has been reported and law enforcement is investigating. Continue to avoid the area. Um, there are no additional threats to the campus and law enforcement is still on the scene. Um, up, more updates to come. For more information, go to emergency.ttu.edu. So, you guys, they're just getting started with this stuff. And be diligent. Keep your head on a swivel and be safe. And don't be a victim of these needless acts of violence or caught in a protest that goes wrong. If you do find yourself in a crowd, one thing I heard is if you go like this, give yourself room for your lungs to expand if you do fall go in the fetal position and turn on your side and this can help save your life and prevent you from being squished or squashed and suffocated or trampled and do your best to get the hell out of that situation or better yet avoid it all together which is my plan you're not going to see me with a picket in a big crowd saying you know don't feed me crickets don't feed me crickets okay i'm just not because it's um 
it could not work against my best interests. Why? Yeah. Anyway, and any final? Don't any, don't yeah, stop living. No. Go and live your life and go where you need to go. But when mm -hmm. you go there, for years I've been like this, and my husband's like, "You've given good advice for years. Mm -hmm. Know where your exits are." Yeah. If you're in a store. Know where. Don't think about the exits you just went or the entrance and exits you came in. Think about the other places where you can leave the building. The kitchen. Everybody else is going to run for that main exit. Go yeah. out the shipping door. Um, I, I, if you're in a restaurant, go out the back door. There's always a back door. The kitchen. Where the cooks come in. I'm mm -hmm. just saying, think about where you are. And know think about. Know your surroundings. And observe people's behaviors and who's in yes. that area with you and who's walking through that door. Keep your eye on key areas and um, don't trust anybody. And it's not being paranoid. Don't be afraid you're being paranoid. You're just being aware. Mm -hmm. That's all. And that's all I've ever been. I mean, some people have accused me of being paranoid. I don't care. I always know where the exits are. I never sit with my back to the door. I put my husband's back to the door because I will see it. He's bigger than me. He can react when I tell him. But my point is somebody has to be aware. And why mm -hmm. not have that person be you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And I actually, I take that advice seriously, Roxy, and I practice it. I really do. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk, let's go to the donations real quick and uh, I'll give you guys an update on what's going on uh, again, just in case you tuned in late uh, tomorrow morning, we have coffee funnies edition. It's going to be a light hearted show. We'll talk about any breaking news as needed, but we're going to be laughing and joking a little bit about all this political and world war three nonsense to the best of our ability. It's getting tougher and tougher, but I don't care. We're not stopping. Um, We've got the uh, conversations on the fringe tomorrow with special guest Jason Reed, myself, and hosted by Josh Reed. So tune in tomorrow night. We're going to dress up and we're going to have an after party where you guys are invited to dress up as well, just for a little Halloween celebration. And we're going to have a conversation on the fringe where it's non-political, and we just laugh and joke and uh, conspire or talk about conspiracies and uh, Halloween-related things. Maybe a little spooky story or two. Who knows? I got to come up with a costume. Yes, you do. So that, if you want to join that fun, that is on the socialredpill.com. You could join by going to www.socialredpill.com and creating a free account and contacting me or Josh, and we'll let you in there. Socialredpill.com is the place. You could create a free account, but you could also support us for $5.99 a month, and that gives you access to all of our Zoom events, which are daily, active daily. And Josh does a Q&A every Thursday, unless changed for that week for... Uh, scheduling and we'll let you know during the shows and uh the friday night after chat that's every friday now and changes are gonna changes are coming coffee might be moved earlier the daily dose is 5 30 p.m every night monday through thursday again and uh we've got some things coming up so everybody stay tuned and stay in touch and uh uh thank you all for your support let's go to the donations real quick and see what's happening there uh tammy Vansel gifted a cookie over on Foxhole. Thank you, Tammy. Get her done. Donated five lemons. Derived. Donated five lemons. RPG. Donated two ice cream. Thank you. Get her done. Uh, good to see you. Derived five lemon. Thank you so much. And RPG. Thank you for the two ice cream. Princess Lee or Princess Little Eight donated four ice cream. Thank you, Lisa. Biden's laptop matters. Donated a diamond and says revelation. 
There are some connections there. Nate, thank you for the diamond. I appreciate you. And Grismo7 donated three lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo7. And thank you, Nina1971, for the two lemons. Good to see you, Nina. Hope all's well. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, shout out to all our new Kick subscribers out there, followers. We're now streaming on kick.com slash Project. Any final thoughts, Roxy? It's pretty good. Nope, there's a lot going on. Try not to get overwhelmed, everybody. Take some deep breaths, deep cleansing breaths. Mm -hmm. You know, like we said, get outside, dig in the dirt a little, go for a walk because it's going to stay weird for a while. I yeah. don't see it getting any better soon. Absolutely. Just keep on going, folks. This is not the end of the road. So we just got to keep on going Nate and doing the right thing. To read your Bible. Yeah. God wins in the end. Sure. Yep. Yeah. God wins. We need to, man, I don't know how to top top that one. I guess I don't need to. Nope. Just remember that. Thank you, everybody. And uh, Josh will be back tomorrow with that special episode. I'm so excited to talk to Jay, Roxy. It might be open I lines. I love I, Jay. I miss I Jay. Yeah, me too. So it's going to be fun, y'all. So tune in tomorrow night. And then we'll get into the weekend and enjoy that. So everybody, Thanks for having me, Vince. Oh, it's my pleasure, Roxy. Thank you for joining. I always love to hear what you got to say and have these conversations with you. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do so. And I think the Red Pill family does as well. Uh, I will jump on the after chat tonight. I might be delayed a little while because I need to sort out my dinner. And I hope that somebody's thinking of me right now and that it's currently warming up. <laughs> but if not, I need to prep something and I need to do that quick because it's getting late. Anyway, everybody, love you. I'll see you on the social red pill Zoom chat. If you need help getting there, you can send me a message over there. Anyway, take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.